Well, hello, hello. How are you doing? How are you doing? This is the S. Anthony Thomas. This is the S. Anthony Says Podcast, episode number 353, 353. How are you doing? How are you doing, you bastards? <laughs> Folks, it's a weird week, man. I'm literally sitting here right now, as I was saying, setting up the equipment to get ready to do this thing. I was about to record this podcast, and now I'm seeing all this weather that's coming to the East Coast. And uh, I really don't feel like dealing with it, but it's okay. I are I, this is this is the thing. I bought a little bag of of salt, okay, to prepare for the snow that came last time. I used all of that salt, okay. I go to the store, I buy a big bag of salt, and then I'm preparing for a snowstorm. That they say this snowstorm is going to be the most devastating, incredible. The snow is actually going to come down. Each piece of snow is going to have a switchblade and try to take your wallet. So I get this big bag of salt, this big monster bag of salt. I get up in the morning early. Go Here we go. I didn't even look out the window. I put on the thing. You put your, your shoes on for the snow. You get all bundled up. You get your shovel. I look outside and the car is wet and the ground's wet. No snow. What the heck is this crap? So I have a gigantic bag of, of salt in the back of the car. So I'm prepared for that. Right. So that's what I'm doing right now is watching that weather. But here's the thing that what I wanted to talk to you. I, I wanted to talk to you about a few things. But it was really, really cool. For the first time in a little while, my little cousin actually came over. Um, She's two and change. Granted, she did not come by herself because she's too young to drive. Uh, so her mother brought her. <laughs> that's how it works. And this is the cousin of mine that spent so much time with me when she was a kid that people actually thought she was my daughter, you know. So she brings the baby over to to hang out with everybody, and you know. And it's really weird because I haven't actually seen the baby except online or in videos or in pictures and stuff like that for a few months. And it's really weird to see the cognitive leaps that babies make because usually when I'm around babies, it's a baby that's around all the time. It's someone that lives really close by. They drive by. And a lot of times my younger relatives, like the babies, if they see my car parked, they make their mothers pull over and come over because they want to see cousin S or uncle S or whatever my, re my relationship with that particular baby is. And I always want to come and hug cousin, uncle S, whoever I am to the baby. But what happened is everybody kind of moved out a little bit. So I don't get to see them physically, see them as much. And thus, I don't get to see the babies as much. So the baby comes over. And the last time I uh, saw the little mama, it was like cup, spoon, like, like little words here and there. Like she knew she, I mean, she thought she was saying something, get big apple. You know, it was like she could throw a word in there. Now she's coming into the house. She's got a personality. You know, she's got her little views on things. She's throwing sentences together that make sense. Every word that comes out of her mouth is clear. It's just really weird when you're away from a baby for any length of time, short lengths of time, because she's only been around for a couple of years. These gigantic cognitive leaps that you see. And it happens to any kid from the age 10 and under. They ha if you don't see them for a couple of months, even a few weeks, they come back and they're different. There's a maturity, maturity explosions that happen after they're about 10, uh, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. You want to not see them for weeks. <laughs> uh, God, I just realized, as I said, that that my teenage cousins have discovered that this podcast is also on YouTube. And they said, we, we heard the show and. We heard you say stuff about relatives. You were just kidding, right? So I know that you're listening. 
uh, relatives in the era, in the ages of 17 to 25. And I just want to let you know that, of course, I am. I was kidding. Anything that you think applies to you was a joke. <laughs> Moving back to the story. So it's really weird. I mean, it's just, I mean, isn't that weird to you when you have the young relative and you're so used to get biggy, 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 and then all of a sudden there's words and then all of a sudden they have sentences. It was just really weird. You know, my cousin, the, the, the mother uh, comes in. Hey, and the baby comes in. I look at the baby and I wave. Hey, and then I say the baby's name and she looks up at me, you know, and it was like I said, I was used to just hearing just little words here and there. And I go, hi, mama, how are you doing? I'm doing quite well, sir. What? I said I'm doing quite well. I'm really, really glad that uh, you are showing uh, concern about my welfare. Okay. You know what's really, really, it was a fantastic trip riding over here with my mother. Oh, the times we had in the car. I had about, she, <laughs> she actually handed me a sippy cup. <laughs> Oh, those were the days. <laughs> okay, uh, you're, you're, you're two. Uh, actually, 26 months. I'm 26 months. I'm technically, yes, two. If you would around the number to the closest full digit, it would be two. So I will accept your, I will accept your, uh, calling me too. I may ask a question, sir. Um, I haven't been here in a while, and as you know, I'm a little bit more mature than I was the last time I was here. I have forgotten where the poopy room is. Could you instruct me as to where the poopy room is? Okay, uh, you go up the steps, you go up to the top of the steps, you make a left, and then you go all the way to the back. Fantastic. May I ask where the buttocks wipes are? You know, I'm very, very proficient at wiping my own buttocks now. I poop when I want to poop. <laughs> Isn't that fantastic? Yeah, okay. You can go to the bathroom. <laughs> and then she went to the bathroom and she came down and I said, what's, 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 what's in your little bag there? Oh, my mother wanted me to give you something here. Okay, what is that? What, what, you, you did my taxes? Yes, you, as a comedian and podcaster, were not taking advantage of certain deductions, sir. And I know that as a 50-year-old man, your eyes, although still good for someone your age, and I notice that you're wearing glasses, that you need for small print such as pill bottles and such things. But I decided I was going to help you as a senior member of the family, someone who was so gracious and wonderful to my mother in her formative years. I decided to help you save money on your taxes. <laughs> All of that's true. The two-year-old did, just did my taxes. <laughs> By the way, the, the podcast is going to have a slight delay because um, she's two and she messed up my taxes and I, I may be going to jail. <laughs> when you say to the IRS, listen, the deductions, she's the deductions for poopy papers and cartoons and comic book watch comic books and uh, and watching barney you, you can't deduct money for that and they said sir what are you what are you an idiot and i said no my my two-year-old cousin did my taxes and then they said huh, bring out the cuffs <laughs> don't let a two-year-old do your taxes <laughs> she did not do that but it is really weird to see and it was really wonderful to see the little baby beautiful little girl um make these cognitive leaps that was the thing that was just that was just Really cool to see because I love when the babies come over and that's what I was doing. And that's why this podcast is a little late 
because the baby was here and I wanted to spend time with the baby. And I also needed to get my tax papers back because she had written written on them in crayon. <laughs> that also did not happen. <laughs> okay, now this is what I wanted to talk to you guys about today. I have two new sets of shelves and, and this is my message to Ikea. And I would like to say, come on, Ikea. Okay, you've been around long enough, all right? I was dreading, because they got, these shelves got delivered here, and I want to thank the person from who delivered them for leaving them on the porch and not ringing the doorbell. Uh, these gigantic box, I tried to open up the door, and I, I was scared the crap out of me. It was this big, giant thing by the door, and I'm thinking some giant person is about to attack me. I'm like, why the hell? Because it was 10 o'clock at night. I was locking the door for the night because I was in for the night. I open up the door, and there's this big, giant shadow at the door, right? And I'm, I, I, I'm thinking some big, giant dude is standing there. I was like, why is this big giant dude standing there with the word Lowe's on his face? And then I realized it was a Lowe's box. <laughs> F y'all. So I bring the box in. I drag it in the house. I drag it into the basement. And I'm dreading having to put these things together. Dreading. You know, sometimes you know you're going to have to do some kind of assembly. You know, doing, a, doing some kind of assembly on some things that you bring into your house. You dread that crap it's the exact opposite of what kids feel like during christmas when you're a kid you know when i was a kid my sister and i my brother and i we couldn't go downstairs until seven o'clock in the morning on christmas morning because my mom didn't want to hear that crap all right so we're sitting at the top of the steps. come on man looking at the clock hey, what time is it now 6 52 come on man eight minutes man come on <laughs> seven minutes six minutes five minutes four three two one yeah down the steps all right and you couldn't wait. And the night before, you were trying to go to sleep early. You're trying to go to sleep at 7 o'clock, right? Because you want to figure it'll make the time pass. You go to sleep at 7 o'clock, right? And then you wake up at 2 o'clock in the morning and you can't go back to sleep. And you're sitting there staring at the shadow of the toys you better not even think about trying to play with, right? You walk anywhere near the steps and that sound, your mother goes, what is going on over there, damn it? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> and you got to go back to bed and all of that crap. You try to get up again. You're not going down till 8 o'clock. <laughs> You know what I'm saying. Well, it's the exact opposite if you're an adult, right? I expected that package to come in the morning time, in the morning time, because if it comes in the morning time, you can just go, you know what? I don't have to leave until X time and I'll just, I'll get on this now. Maybe I'll get one of these things put together and if it's easy i'll get the second one put together not a big deal and if you've gotten things from ikea i have no problem with ikea products once they're assembled but when you get them into the house good lord almighty the genome project is a lot more a lot it's a lot easier than putting together a damn bunch of shelves from ikea I've now figured out the human genome sequence. Oh, that's great. Oh, man. Now that you, hey, man, you, you're a really fantastic scientist. I think you're a great guy. Thank you very much. Oh, we're going to hold a banquet in your honor. Fantastic. Okay, now that you're finished with that, I was wondering if you could come over and help me put together this IKEA furniture. Hell no. Jeez, Lord. I mean, I, I can mess with DNA, but I'm not messing with that bull stuff. Are you crazy? Oh, Good, good. I'm ending the friendship. <laughs> they wouldn't end the friendship over that. Back to the story. 
So I'm sitting there and it's just like I said, it's the exact opposite of how kids feel about Christmas as an adult. And you know what I'm talking about. You got these two big boxes or one big box or whatever it is. And you're dreading it, you know. And in my case, it was like, oh, tomorrow I got a lot to do. And the next day I got a whole lot of things to do. Oh, I got to find a way to carve out some time to put these stupid things together and if it's like ikea sometimes with ikea stuff you put the first one together it takes 45 minutes and the second one as i said in one of my earlier podcasts you would figure it was going to take 15 minutes because the first one took 45 minutes and you got it down but that's not the way it works you put the first one together for 45 minutes and you know what sometimes the second one takes 45 minutes why well you get it together you put it together pretty quickly you put it together in 15 minutes but Because you're so cocky, because you're so cocky, because you're so cocky, you mess something up, you mess something up, you mess something up, and you got to go and take it all the way apart again, and then put it back together again, damn. So I've got that horror in my head, oh no, oh no, (laughs) and I'm looking at the box, and the box is looking at me like, yeah, punk. The second you cut this box open, I'm going to ruin your day, punk. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is going to take a long time. Look how this box is tall as you. (laughs) And you remember how heavy it was, right? It's heavy because I'm heavy because I got a lot of pieces in here, man. Oh, it's going to take a long time. In fact, I don't even know if I have all the pieces, punk. You may put me together and find out that there's a couple of pieces missing and you're going to have to order those pieces and you're going to have me sitting there partially assembled and it's going to take a long time for the pieces to come and some kids are going to come over and see this thing sitting here and they're going to jump on it and push it and do all sorts of dumb kid crap to it and bend it and twist it and mess it up and then when a part comes it won't fit because it's been bended and twisted and messed with by the punk ass kids and you're going to have to throw it away and buy it all over again and you're going to go hey well I got these extra parts so if the other part piece comes and it doesn't have these parts obviously they mess up on these parts i've got the extra parts not a problem and it comes and it does have parts missing different parts missing and you gotta go through that crap again (laughs) deal with it human that's what i'm expecting so i'm dreading it i'm dreading it i pull out the box cut i said you know what screw this crap i'm just gonna do this early in the morning yeah, I'm not going to get punked in my own house by some punk ass boxes. Hey, punk ass boxes, slice, take that punk. And I slice the side off and I see a whole lot of crap wrapped in plastic. And I'm going, is it too late to tape this box back together? <laughs> no. And then I cut the plastic off the pieces. And these two big sections of shelves, these two big shelves are like two big lego pieces literally just lego pieces there's the bottom shelf there's four plastic pipes you force the four plastic pipes into the corner you take the next shelf you balance it on that slide it down and you repeat that until the shelf is completed took me four minutes to put the damn thing together it took me longer to cut the plastic off than to assemble it so i go to the next one and the next one takes even less time the next one takes like three minutes to put together 
I was literally sitting there all night dreading it, tossing and turning, afraid of what was about to happen, afraid that this thing was going to take up my whole day. I was punked by a box and I didn't even know what was in it. Oh, I felt ashamed and I put the shelves where they needed to be and I started to fold up the box for the recycling and I rolled it up. And I put it in the recycling bin. And as I was walking away, I could hear the box going, <laughs> bitch. And I was like, you mother sucker, rotten, stinking box, punking me. And I could hear the shelves in the basement going, yeah, the box got him good. <laughs> Punk ass shelves. Mm. Now, here's the bad part. I call up a relative to complain and I call up a friend to complain. The relative laughs at me because, well, they're related to me, so they have no sympathy. They they work me over the same way I would work them over for embarrassing themselves like losers. But uh, <laughs> but the friend is like, oh, man, so you're dressed and everything. Well, yeah, you about to leave, huh? Yeah. So you got the shelves together, huh? Yeah. I was going to come over and help you out. I said, no, I know. It's no problem. It turns out it's pretty easy. And all of a sudden, my punk ass friend realized that I'm now available and I got time to kill. And unfortunately, it's one of them friends that always needs help with something. Right. All of a sudden, instead of having that extra time because the thing was put together so quickly, I'm thinking I'm going to have some extra time to watch some porno. I mean, write some jokes. (laughs) Don't judge me. F y'all. And this punk ass gave me errands to run while I was out. Right. And the bad part about it was he was also talking to another friend right after that. And now the other friend knows I'm out getting stuff from the store for this bastard because I have to go past his house to go to where I have to do to do the stuff I want to do. And now all of a sudden I got another friend calling. Hey, yes, I understand you're at the market now. While you're there, would you mind picking up a little bit of lap back cap tap to hap take out to hap tap tap for me? Hey, no problem, man, no problem. <laughs> Hello? Hey, yes, this is your other friend, just like those other two punk-ass friends. And, you know, your friends ratted you out and let me know that you're in the supermarket. I was wondering if you were there. Could you bop the back cap? And now all of a sudden, I went in there for two things. I got a damn cart full of crap. And instead of spending $4 in the store, I wound up spending $37 for people, to, you bastards. errands are errands are like party crashers right not for your errands but when errands for somebody else are like party crashers once you invite one in they go to the back they pull their cell phone out and then they call their friends like the trip to the supermarket number one was like hey trip to the supermarket number two did you know that S. Anthony was going to the store because he's going to pass his friend's house? He is? Yeah. Maybe you should call him and ruin some more of his day. I think I will. Hello? Yes, this is Aaron number two. Ah, oh, damn. Why did I answer the phone? All right. All right. Hey. Hey, what's going on? This is this is Aaron number two. Yes, this is Aaron number three. You know, S. Anthony's already in the store. He is? That dumb bastard, I'm going to call him. Hello? This is Aaron number three. Damn. <laughs> bastards now the bad thing about going to the supermarket in this particular case is this is the market that I go to regularly and when I go to this market 
when I went to this market originally, I had a twisted knee the first time I went to the market. So I'm limping around and I got to get some stuff and I'm doing my weekly shopping and I'm struggling. And the guy helps me get my stuff to the car. And I really appreciate it. And I knew that I was going to give him a couple of bucks. So I gave him a couple of bucks to help me out. So for the next couple of weeks, my knee was jacked up. So I was, I needed the help. But as the weeks went on, my knee got stronger and stronger and it was back to normal. So I was fully functional. I wasn't in any, any pain and I was back to normal. So I didn't need any help getting stuff back to the car. But this guy was so nice and so cool. I was like, you know what? I mean, you know, this guy's out here hustling to make some bread. He's not doing anything wrong. He's just helping people. And it's like two or three bucks. Who cares? And I like the guy now. I know his name and I know some of his life story because, you know, I've seen him so many times. So what the hell? And also it's habit now. So what the hell? Right. So every time he sees me, I gives him the bucks. He gives the takes the stuff to the car. Bip, bop, bop, skip, bop, de, bop, whoop, 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 blip, blip, de, blam. We're done. They're good. And everything's great. Right. Then one day, it turns out he had some personal things to deal with. And I go to the store. And while he was there, there was another guy always eyeing me. Because as it turns out, the other people that were giving people money to care, get money, giving money to the guys carrying the stuff to the car weren't giving two or three bucks like I was giving. They were giving a buck here, 75 cents there, right? So I'm kind of like, you know how you would need in, in, the, in the casinos, they call them whales, right? Those are the big, big gamblers. And the casinos always fight over the big gamblers. You have people coming from overseas, billionaires from overseas, celebrities, people that can go into the casino and lose $50,000, $100,000, and sometime in the case of billionaires, millions of dollars. And it doesn't affect them. And they'll come back. And in the long run, they'll lose more money. Every once in a while, they'll win some money. But for the most part, it's it's a casino. You're going to lose money if you keep playing. But they don't care. It's their form of enjoyment. So the casinos fight over those whales, fight over those whales. So as it turns out, when it comes to taking stuff to the car, I am a taking stuff to the car whale for these dudes. And I was loyal to that guy, right? And when that guy wasn't there, I saw the guy that was, he was the first one up to me and the other guy wasn't there. So no big deal. Right. And he didn't know how much money I was giving the guy. Right. So what happened was I see him. He goes, hey, sir, can I help you out? Because your buddy's not here. I say, hey, no problem, buddy. And I let him take my stuff to the car. No problemo. Right. He carries his stuff to the car. I give him the three bucks and he looks at me like, oh, so did you mean to give me this amount of money? I said, yeah. He goes, oh. Uh, cool, cool, great. And what happened after that? He goes back and tells everybody, that guy right there gave me $3. They're like, what? Three bucks? Damn. I was getting like 50 cents from people in the corner and stuff. I didn't know that brother was giving the $3. The brother. Oh, man. Now, my boy, who normally would carry the stuff out, wasn't there. I go back and now this other guy is doing the carrying. And all of a sudden, they're like clamoring to get to me first. Right. The guy that normally works with me was probably I think he was in the store getting something to eat or going to the bathroom or something. So another guy helped me out. Right. And as I'm driving away and I give the guy the three bucks, the guy that normally works with me, he was in the bathroom, looks out like, what the hell? He wasn't mad at me. He was mad at the other guy. And I saw them arguing. Didn't think much of it because who cares? I'm out. <laughs> then one day the inevitable happened. I show up 
and the original guy is there. And the second guy is there. And the other guy is there. All three dudes are there. Right? All three dudes are there. And I pull up to the thing and they're all looking at me, right? And each one of them was looking at me as if they knew I was going to go directly to them. I didn't give a crap. Whoever's got two hands and crabby this crap, I don't really need anyone to carry my crap anyway, right? So I do my shopping. And this time, I know I got somebody to help me out. So I get some extra waters and some heavy stuff, right? So I come out. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, all three dudes roll up. And they're jumping on my carts and they're grabbing my cart. And each one of them, one guy's pulling it one way, the other guy's pulling it the other way, the other guy's got the handles. I'm taking them, I'm taking them, I'm taking them, I'm taking them. F you, man, the mom, you two motherfuckers. No, man, I'm the, he's the, I'm the one that's the one that he was working with the first time. Yeah, well, you wouldn't hear that other time he started working with me. Yeah, but I, he, that one time I got three dollars, so I don't care about y'all, man. I'm gonna get this three dollars. You ain't gonna get this three dollars. I ain't gonna get this three dollars. You ain't gonna get this three dollars. How about, and one guy of the three tries to be reasonable. How about we all help him? We get a dollar apiece. And there was a slight pause. And I'm thinking, hey, that's pretty cool. Because normally you guys don't even get a buck um, to do this. That's what I'm thinking. So the simple fact that y'all can all get a buck a piece is more than you were getting anywhere, right? So cool, 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 great. And I'm thinking that there's going to, you know, there, there's this, there's this peace. I'm figuring all of a sudden, I'm in Switzerland, baby. I'm in Switzerland. It's all good. And there was a pause of about two seconds. And then one of them went, hell no. <laughs> So they're all pulling, and I'm stepping back like, guys, 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 guys. Now, now I've walked away from the cart. The cart's behind me. I know there are three guys standing in front of me going, no, you're with me. He's mine. He's mine. He's mine. They're saying he's mine to me. And some nice old lady walks up behind me, and she looks at them and looks at me, and she goes, you know, you really shouldn't. You really shouldn't play with a gentleman's hearts like that. You should just, if you love one of them, you should just find one and stick with the one that you love. Just look at, look at what, look at what's going on here. When you sit there and you abuse the hearts of three people, now you've got these three nice gentlemen fighting over you. I can see why you're, you're a very, you're attractive young man, but I can't believe, I mean, just because you're an attractive young man does not mean you should play with the hearts of these three guys. And I'm going, I'm not nailing these three dudes. I'm not gay. They're trying to fight over who's, they're going to get their hands on my cart and take it back to the car. And she goes, sure, whatever you need to do to make yourself feel better. Just be better and pick one. <laughs> and then she walked away. <laughs> she probably still thinks that I banged those three dudes. <laughs> and if you're listening, lady, I'm not banging dudes. <laughs> And even if I was, it wouldn't be these three chumps. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I'll be honest with you, when she said that, I was laughing my ass. I'm, I'm literally, I'm laughing hysterically because she thinks that they're fighting over me because I'm dating them, I'm banging them, and they're fighting over the cart. And I didn't even correct her. I, was just, I literally was laughing hysterically, and uh, she walked away. <laughs> the hell do I care, right? Okay, back to the story. <laughs> so... So these three guys, man, I'm with me, me, And I said, listen, guys, I gotta go. Okay, if y'all want to do rock, paper, scissors, whatever the hell you gotta do to calm down and get your punk asses, so I can get this crap in my car, or do whatever it is. So you know what? How about this? 
I got three bucks. Y'all each get a buck a pop. Take this stuff to my car. And when I come back, I'm just going to go back to the original dude was the dude that had me doing this in the first place. It's only fair. He was he wasn't there gone that long. He was only gone for a couple of weeks, you know, which is only like two, you know, a couple like four trips to the supermarket. You knew I was using that guy for a long period of time. You knew you were second in line and you're the new guy. So let's let's just chill this out. All right. Pause. Then the original guy goes, hell no, F these two N words. Right. <laughs> and then he just pushes them both away. F y'all. I'm the one that started this. And they're like, all right, man, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. And then they walk away. And then I gave him the three bucks. And, and then he helped me take my stuff to the car. And then <laughs> this, is the, this, is the, this is the best part. Um, I'm standing at the car with the dude, with the original dude, and all my stuff is in my trunk and everything, right? So we're talking, blah, 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 blah. So we're just having, a, we're just laughing and joking with each other. I was like, man, these dudes trying to roll in on your business, blah, 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 And I like, so we're laughing and joking and everything, and I'm, I'm teasing him about his, because uh, he's roughly my age. I'm teasing him about his, uh, his daughter, and um, I said, uh, teasing him about his, his daughter and his wife, and he's teasing me about uh, something, some something, something. I forgot what it was. And uh, so we're laughing and joking, and I high five, and we bro hug. And the same old lady walks past and sees me bro hug that guy, and she looks at me and she winks and smiles and gives me the thumbs up, like, "Finally, you've picked the gay partner for yourself, right?" And just to make her feel uh, that she made the right choice, I banged the guy right there. <laughs> of course that's not true <laughs> I went over and banged the old lady just to prove that I'm heterosexual <laughs> that also didn't happen but she did wink and walk away and then as he walked away laughing I laughed and he goes what the hell is she thinking I go and then I explained to him what she said he's laughing his ass off I'm laughing my ass off we high five I get in the car and come home <laughs> the adventures continue <laughs> And that was my that was my few days, my friends, folks, as always, you guys have been incredible to me. You cool bastards. Thank you very much for the support for this podcast. Thank you very much for the support for the other podcast, because you guys have been supporting the other podcasts as well. Uh, this episode is over. This episode of Yes, Anthony Says podcast is over. Much love to you all. Thank you for the kind words in the email. Thank you for the retweets, the reblogs, the re-everythings. This podcast is everywhere. Stitcher Radio, TuneIn, iTunes, Spotify, um, Podbean, of course, which hosts this. Basically, if you just look up my name, S. Anthony Thomas, you'll find both podcasts, this one and the other podcast called the S. Anthony Thomas Show. They're both available. They're both new every week and probably a little bit more than every week. I'll start putting some more episodes up on both podcasts because I got more stuff I want to put up on both podcasts. I actually hold myself back on the podcast. I could actually do a three hour podcast every day by myself if I wanted to. But they need people to go, <laughs> enough of you, jackass. <laughs> So, folks, thank you for everything. Much love to every last one of you. I, I truly do appreciate you guys. You're the coolest bastards in the world. I know everybody talks about their listeners and how cool they are, but my listeners are, a.k.a. you bastards, are really, really cool. Much love to you. Thank you very much. And I will talk to you next time, my friends. So I'm going to say goodbye right now the way I always say goodbye. You know what I'm talking about. We've been doing this for five years now. We're going to do it together on the count of three. Okay. You ready? One, two, three. S. Anthony.
ahead and giggle. We're gonna get wild. Go ahead and clap. Go ahead and cheer. We're gonna have a good time while up in here. <laughs>